He would remember the sight and scent of men on fire, how they lit like Roman candles, columns of light in the otherwise complete darkness. Hours later, when those who survived the impact and subsequent explosion managed to climb from the wreckage and saw the mangled metal, broken bodies and the dead, they feared the United States was under attack by a foreign enemy. Professor Huffman, however, knew that the adversary mankind was now at war with was much closer to home. The Ice A thick mist hovered above the ground and along the narrow icy street. The only sound to be heard was the crunch of dry ice underfoot. As he walked down the darkened road, snow began to come down in steady drifts, marching forward with purpose. He ignored the wasted efforts of the weak, lamplights that attempted to chase away the shadows. He felt eyes moving in his direction before the lights fell upon his person. With careful, plodding steps, he moved through the icy street, trying to ignore the discomfort in his body. His toes and fingers had been numb for hours. His cheeks were so cold that his face was fixed in a grimace. His lips were cracked. If he dared run his tongue along them, he'd have tasted the blood that clotted on his skin. These were minor concerns. Comfort was not so much an issue when death might be imminent. He wondered how long these people had been holed up in this little town. How much of recent events were they aware of? Obviously they knew better than to come outside. His surveillance had revealed only one person walking outside over the last three days. And there were the crowds, of course, keeping their vigil over the dead man in the street. Other than that, nothing stirred. Under less dire circumstances, he would have retrieved the body of the man he'd come to know like a brother. A stab of pain spread through his chest, but he pushed the thought away. He'd been sent to complete the work that his fallen comrade had sacrificed his life to protect. If only he had known what Emerson had been prepared to sacrifice, he might have been able to help. The chances would have been thin, but it would have been something. There was nothing that he could do for the poor bastard now. At least it was peaceful beneath the snow. What remained of him knew no cold or thirst, knew no hunger, Gerald thought bitterly. Over the past days, he'd had dreams about food. Just the thought of a solid, hot meal and not something cold out of a can flooded him with a longing so deep that he could only compare it to sexual desire. Months ago such comforts were taken for granted, a part of ordinary life. It had not been his idea to come to this place, but now he had no choice. It was Emerson who insisted on coming here and attempting to warn these people what was coming next. He said it was their responsibility. But Emerson was dead, and putting the safety of others into jeopardy by revealing their existence. He had to know if the rabbi had seen the markings on Emerson's clothes and if he had understood what they meant, and he had to know how these people communicated. No one could know about who he and Emerson were, what they were, or their mission. Location Mount Imperial Journal of Patricia Yerushalmi Strasser It was the middle of winter, the power was out, and it wasn't coming back on. It wasn't an angel that flung the earth into darkness. It was the sun. The geomagnetic storm was the largest ever. 
all of the electronics on the planet had been wiped out. Only the oldest of cars would start, but that was of no comfort as all the gas pumps were controlled electronically. No one could make any phone calls, and the internet was fried. The records stored at banks, which depend on both power and telecommunication to sync ATMs, were forever inaccessible. The money within never again to be recovered. Commerce came to a screeching halt. Though Christ had yet to return, this digital disaster was nothing short of a technological Armageddon. It was predicted that within a year, the vast majority of the global population would freeze, starve, or die from disease. You can always hear about the breakdown of society when there is a disruption in what we've grown accustomed to, when there are no answers for the questions asked. Riots and looting during power outages. Man turned against man as a result of broken levees and floods. But as always,